Adam, welcome to the Consultant Psychic Podcast. Hi, Chris. How are you? You okay? I'm very, very well. It's um, I'm delighted to to finally have you on. I've um, got introduced to you a couple of weeks ago and um, have been following your for your journey for uh, for a couple of weeks now. It looks super interesting. You have a little bit of a different background to some of our previous guests, so kind of excited to get into it. So let, let's kick things off with a bit of an introduction to yourself, and if you can tell our our listeners a little bit about you. Sure. Uh, my name is Adam Faulkner. I run a company, a video production, sound production company called Creative AF. Now, they are my initials, as well okay. as well as it being, you know, a more <laughs> bold uh, representation of my creative work. So, uh, as they say in in France, it's a it's a it's a double entendre. So <laughs> there is. And I like to I like to have a bit of fun with that because do you know what it's funny because younger people, well I say younger I mean that's quite general but what I mean is younger people will understand the AF like they'll go mm. yeah 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 okay that's quite arrogant it's quite bold whereas older people just go oh they're your initials and I'm like <laughs> and I'm like yeah so I, either way it works because I can you know I can pretend I don't know what AF means in, in terms of a uh, you know. A, a more <laughs> bold way and i can also go oh yeah they are yeah 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 that is interesting so yeah um but that's that's my company i like it i think it stands out and it works and um it's yeah it's, it's video production it's sound production I, I work with uh different brands i like making films i like making music um it's not just brands i like working with you know different charities i, I, I kind of have like a commercial arm and a more kind of documentary type arm as well um I actually used to be a TV producer, so I'm trying to get back into making stuff like that as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not just commercial because that's kind of what I've become known for commercial. But I spent quite a few years as a TV producer and a national newspaper journalist. So to me, it's uh, it's storytelling, whereas other mm. people would go, yeah, it's, ad it's ads. And I'm like, yeah, but it's all storytelling, really. Do you know what I mean? No, look, absolutely. Look, first things first, I'm glad I'm part of the younger demographic there because I had I thought it was the, the alternative connotation, not the initial. So um delight I fit into that younger demographic for the first time. Um so I wanted to kind of kick off. So looking at your your journey, so how long have you been working for yourself? I looked at LinkedIn, it looks like a few years now, but so intrigued to get into that transition from being an employer to an employee and how that kind of went and why you decided to make that leap it's it's been about three years just over three years um i actually i remember uh you know signing up creative af limited to company's house in march 2020 i was very excited as you can imagine um and then covid happened <laughs> uh literally um two weeks i remember i remember being at, at home in manchester where i used to live uh with my housemate and i remember when it was that fr it was a friday and i remember when Bor and boris johnson had announced that all the pubs were going to close and i remember because we lived near a pub and everyone was getting out to see hammered in the pub i remember <laughs> it and cheer it was like like it was kind of like war time it was weird and i remember thinking how am i gonna do this because <laughs> everyone was very worried you know about that yeah health, it was obviously. yeah and I, I i have to say like i i, I started doing it uh, not without any experience in media, because as I mentioned, I used to be TV producer and a, a journalist. So I, that that was safe that 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 experience. But the problem was I didn't have any clients, 
and I didn't have a portfolio in the work that I was going to do. So uh, it was very like, and then obviously everyone was at home going, right, um, you know, understandably, are we going to die? You know, it was because it was that serious. It was that. <laughs> it was. For a it while, really, you forget. Yeah. It was like, right, well, like, and yeah, so really I, was trying to I was trying to convince people <laughs> that, 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 you know, I should be doing some work with them. Uh, without any clients, without portfolio, I'd only really just put a website together and obviously COVID. So, but what I did do, and I think this, I'm very happy with how this turned out. I, I showed my resourcefulness and uh, my housemate was a uh, mixologist at the time. And we built a bar in the garden. For two reasons. One was like, oh, it'd be cool to have a bar. I don't know if you remember that time, the weather was incredible. Yeah, it was. And, and so we were like, I'll build a bar. And he makes the best drinks I've ever tasted. So we were like, right, let's do that. And then I was like, do you know what? I'll film you making drinks. So we started doing that for a bit. And I was like, actually, these videos are quite good. And then basically, uh, the first client we ended up, well, paid client was was Sipsmith Gin. And and because we got that, because I got that, it, so people were like, yeah, great. I'll listen to you now. It was great. You know, it's like, mm. it's that kind of ringing endorsement. But it was the first client. I, I mean, the first paid client. And because uh, before that, we were just doing bits and bobs because people were like, we haven't got any money. Uh, so we're like, do you know what? We'll just be fun. You send us some gin and we'll make stuff. But that was the first paid client. And then I actually just ran a business from home for obviously about 18 months because it was in, it was out, it was out of, you know, lockdown, kind of out of lockdown, lockdown, you know. So I had to make everything I made, all the clients I had, I was making stuff for them either in the garden or in our flat. Uh, and it was like, I, that's all I knew. So it was weird because when obviously everything opened up, I was like, right, <laughs> we can go out, you know, I can work, yeah. I can film people, I can make other things. So, but it was literally just food and drink clients. Cause that was all I could really, you know, that's all I could really do. But I'm proud of that time. Cause you know, it was literally nothing. I had 500 pounds in my pocket. Um, my nan had passed away and she left me some money. So I bought a camera and a laptop and that was it really. Like I, 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 just to precursor this, I hadn't actually worked for about two years because before that, um, I went, me and my friend, uh, cycled to Japan from London. So we yeah. were away for like, uh, a year and a half. And then the next bit of time I didn't work. Cause I was like, I can't go back to my old life. It's not that I hated it. I just didn't want to, I just didn't want it. So, um, and before that I was living in London, full-time employment, you know, good media, really good media jobs. But I just, I just felt like, I don't know, it wasn't for me. And then I realized, um, that my, my parents actually used to run their own, uh, advertising agency in Liverpool. So I grew up around entrepreneurs, let's say, and, uh, I'm, I've always been very proud of them because they, 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 they did it themselves. They did it. You know, my dad was, was a, you know, both of them are, but my dad was a, real source of inspiration to me because he, he kind of left school with no qualifications at 15 and and he made something happen you know I really respected that and uh through hard work and innovation and all that so I was really I, I had that growing up so they were my kind of role models really but I realized that the thing that I really is really important to me is is I just want to work for myself like I, I've just I think I've always wanted that uh I like the autonomy um i like that people don't know where you are all the time i like that you don't have to ask people if you can go out and do you know it's it's that kind of 
So when people actually ask me what I do, I say I work for myself and they go, yeah, yeah, but what do you do? And I'm like, I work for myself. You know, it's, it's kind of a bit of a joke, but the point is that's what I do. And then obviously I happen to, um, I make things, I enjoy making things. And, and so that life's, life's pretty good. You know, um, I like the autonomy. It's not, I mean, I, I can almost lead you into your next question if you like, but it's certainly not without its, um, challenges <laughs> well, well look before we hit record we was getting into a few interesting conversations i just want to um go back to that first client so you're making some videos with your friends mixing drinks and was this being posted on various social media channels i assume and someone the founder someone picked up on it and got in touch presumably so then how did you that manifests into like more clients across kind of food and other drinks like how did people get in touch or was you actively seeking out these different types of clients because that's was kind of what you was limited to yeah i mean i i um so firstly on the on the, the the sipsmith gig was i did know someone there but the point is you know you've got to use the leverage you've got your network and yeah that's still not a guarantee i mean they're they're you know they're not they're, they're quite a bit you know fairly big company <laughs> Mm. so they have to they have to have some quality control they can't just go yeah we'll get someone get anyone to do that they obviously they obviously they believed in it enough and i think the timing was good because obviously they were stuck everyone was stuck at home and obviously i i think firstly they liked what we were making but secondly the circumstances and timing were good because obviously they couldn't do anything and we had built we'd we'd built a really I, you know obviously i can't show you right now but we'd built a really cool bar and it, it had like a it was the background was like you know a nice brick wall with some, lots of ivy it looked good like yeah. it looked like a really good quality outdoor bar set so it wasn't like just you know just on a table in the guy it was like it was cool you know and so i think that really worked for them but i just used that name and i just pushed it out as much as possible um it gets your foot in some doors not all doors obviously but you know it 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 leads to the next one, which leads to the next one. And even to this day, I still, when people say, who have you worked with? It's still right. I, I probably, I always say it first because no matter what comes after it, it always feels like the first one. And I think it was the most special one because it's the first. So, you know, I, I, you have to just push it out as far as you can tell everyone. I mean, what I would say is I'd probably deal with rejection Certainly with stuff like this, a lot better than most because I used to be a, a, a tabloid journalist. So I, I kind of yeah. don't care. Like I care. I want people to say yes. But yeah. if they say no, that's okay. They know who you are. You know, that's mm. how I see it. It's when their people ignore you. You don't know if they've read it, uh, et cetera, et cetera. That's obviously harder. But I just keep going. I, I don't, I'm not going to stop unless if I really want to do something, if I really want to speak to someone or really, look, I'm not going to like, at the beginning, I probably sent out hundreds, if probably thousands of messages, most of which, you know, <laughs> you don't get a reply to or it's fine. Like you have to hustle, but you're hustling mm. from a position of, well, I've got nothing to lose, you know, mm. and I, I still maintain that. I mean, it's I, I just think uh, my advice to anyone is like, just leave you, <laughs> leave the embarrassment at the door and just go for, like, it doesn't matter. Like, mm. you know what people like? People like people who try hard and don't give up. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's 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 important quality, I think. And so, when you think, oh, they don't want to speak to me, or they don't want to hear from me, they're going to say no. That's not my attitude to to stuff because they might say no, 
And that's that's all right. But I, I I'm going to go back to it. They they know who you are. Mm. And that's it's it's. I know it seems weird to be like, well, they've said no. It's like, yeah, but they know who you are. Yeah, so, that's how I see it. So with um, so two questions on that. So with those people who perhaps said no at the start, but they knew who you were, did you get business further down the line? And then other question was that. So you've sent. So was your form of finding clients after that first one outreach? So you're sending cold messages on LinkedIn and email just trying to position yourself as someone that they can work with and was you like leveraging this name in emails yeah i mean before i before i worked with sipsmith i was sending out hundreds of messages i just didn't have the name the word sipsmith in there because but that made i certainly felt like when i was i was sending out the hundreds of messages afterwards with sipsmith it felt like yeah i was like look you know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not some, you know, I'm a chancer, yeah. but I'm not like some, you know, idiot who's not done anything. I mean, I say idiot, it's not the right word. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not just some random, I'm telling you like, look, this is, this is kind of the caliber. I work with these kind of people. We should work together, you know? Um, so I've, I, even to this day, I'm not as much now, but I still use it as leverage, you know? So it's, it's, it, that's what you have to, I mean, let's be honest, clients on a website, Oh, like the hype yeah. you know the names people go through every, that's why you go on people's websites and they're like work with this person oh I know that person know that person it's the trust that you need and I, as soon as you get them on there you know obviously it's that big leap the, the first rung of the ladder is quite far away but once you get on that one you're like right okay the next one's not quite as far away and you know it's 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 it, it shouldn't just be names on a website but it, it is like it's what people believe in and trust and they go, ah, you, they've trusted you. So I should trust you. But my act, weirdly, my next kind of, I have to say challenge, obviously, you know, you get a next one, another one, another one. My next challenge was not being seen as just a drinks video person, you know, because people will then start going, you know, rightly so, oh, understandably yeah. so. They just go, do you just make drinks videos? Yeah. And and, and you, you can't say, <laughs> you're like, no, but then you're like, well, actually <laughs> i see why it looks like that to you so the next thing was trying to do some work with people who weren't in the drinks or i mean it went from drinks drinks and food and then it was like right i need to get out of drinks and food and then obviously you start doing stuff with different people you just want to you know you need a i wanted a broader representation of the kind of clients or people i could work with because then yeah. you just don't get seen as I'll be honest with you, I don't want to be pigeonholed. Some people want to just make drinks videos or some people just want to take, you know, work within uh, one specific part of an industry. That's not, that's not my way because I don't, I don't, I don't kind of, it's not I don't say no to people. It's more like I, there's no industry I would say no to just from the back of saying no because I'm, I'm, I'm interested in storytelling. I'm interested in people. And I, I'm interested in telling stories of, you know, not, not necessarily just people, but like, you know, obviously brands and stuff. I just, I just mm. love meeting people. So like, why would I just be like, I don't want to be on autopilot basically, because I think if you just make drinks videos, you'll make them in a style, which is, I do, I make them in my style, but I'll just keep making them in that style. And it, mm. you know exactly where, to, what shot you're going to get, how you're going to do it. And there's obviously a nice kind of automation to that, but you know, you end up not thinking about it as much. Whereas if you go into a different kind of arena and you're like, right, I've got to work this out. 
Mm. I like that because you have to, it challenges you. You have to think, you know, you can do it, but obviously like you have to, you know, have to think about it in a different way. Yeah. I've, you, you answered one of the questions I had was because conventional wisdom suggests that if you niche down, it gives you the opportunity to, to optimize it. You're alluding to optimize your, your practices, charge a premium to be seen as a, a specialist in that area. But whilst you have those benefits, actually it wasn't quite as compelling to just your day-to-day kind of work that you want to do. You want to do more kind of inspiring work. So so on that, um, how did you reposition yourself? Because, you know, people will be listening to this, will be trying to understand who their ICP is, so their ideal customer profile, how do they uh, position their services to them? So you have this view right now is that you are in you know, beverages, drinks, food. How did you then go about repositioning yourself to broaden you know, the work that you could do? I think, it, I mean, it, it's it's kind of like the same strategy again. It would be like, look, uh, well, not look, <laughs> look. Uh, it, it was like you talk to people, you know, brands or companies or, or whatever, but they wouldn't be food and drink. And I wouldn't say I just make food and drink. I say yeah. I make, you know, I make creative content for brands and then they go, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and you just need to get out of that small, for me, it was like, just get out of that sector, just get one. Cause if you get one, then you'll get yeah. more. I'm trying to think, I can't remember exactly who it was, but I, maybe it was, yeah. I basically did a project with um, Amnesty International, which helped a lot because it was like, you can have Sip Smith and you can have some food and other food and drink stuff, but then you're like, oh, Amnesty International is clearly not that. <laughs> you know, it's clearly not food and drink. Mm. Basically, as soon as you get that, and also it's a good, it's a good name, and I really enjoyed that project working with them. Um, you then you're like, people will never go, oh, you just make drink videos, and and then you kind of go in right next one. And I still do make drinks videos. I'm not saying I don't now, but it's yeah. just nice because you you just feel like you could work with anyone and you've got a chance rather than it being like, well, all, all your work seems to be of, um, alcoholic <laughs> mm. beverages in a garden. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it takes time and patience and resilience because look, you know, you're just not going to get yeses all the time to everything. Oh yeah. It's just not going to happen. But that's kind of part of the challenge. Mm. Uh, and it kind of makes you go, it make when it does when you do get a yes, you're like, wow, that's fantastic, isn't it? Because it there's no one else here to 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 who's going after them. Because yeah, they say about your business, if you work on your own for yourself, just on your own, literally no one cares as much as you. So mm. people don't care. Like my mum cares, but <laughs> you know my girlfriend cares. Yeah, my friends care, but they don't. They're not doing it, so they can't. They don't really care that much. Mm. They care about me being happy and it working out for me, but. I always think, you know, if if I don't do anything, then nothing happens. No, look, it's quite, of it's course. quite powerful, but it's also quite like alarming because <laughs> you're like, mm. you're like, if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm, well, you're never at full strength all the time, but you know, it's kind of like if I'm not, um, if I'm not firing, it's it's hard, you know, because you because you, you you can't you can't fire all the time. I actually think you'd learn how to feel your battery you know like i know we don't have a we don't have a battery like a, a computer or a phone that you can see what percentage it is like you, you just yeah. don't know where you're at until it's too late and then you're like you know what i've i've really you feel like you've you know frazzled 
Um, so I try my best to just, that's one of the reasons why I like working for yourself is good. If you've got a level of control with it, you can step away for the afternoon. It might be if the afternoon you just go, right, do you know what? Because whereas if you go to work somewhere, you can't do, you can't just go, do you know what? Uh, to your boss or boss's boss, you can't just go, I'm just going to go home because I'm not feeling it. You know, I feel quite burnt out. You know, I'm not saying yeah, yeah. pay. I'm not saying there's no uh, employee care. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's very difficult to swing just an afternoon off, isn't it? Because you just mm. you don't really fan. You're just not really fancying it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but but the point is, I can do that because I know the next day I'll just I'll get up and I'm really motivated to 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 do what I need to do. Um, because I, I know that nothing's going to happen if I don't do anything. So there's, I'm never going to lose the motivation because, you know, you don't have, um, you don't have sick days. You don't have holidays. I mean, you can take holidays and days off, but what I'm saying is you don't ask anyone and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm well suited cause I'm motivated to do this. Uh, not, not again, not the type of work. I mean the actual lifestyle cause I actually see it as a, as a lifestyle business rather than a business. Um, because I'm in this, I, I just can't see it. I'm not saying this business forever, but I think the lifestyle, yeah. And, and one of the big reasons for me is there's no ceiling to what you can achieve. Uh, it's not just about money. It's not, it's not just about money. Obviously, that is a factor. But my point is, I don't know. It's like making things happen and making opportunities happen for yourself is one of the most brilliant things I don't just mean in work, but we're talking about business, so that it, it's relevant to that. But in all areas of life, do you know when you just go, if I talk to that person, that could change the course of my life. I mean, I'm not saying I think that, obviously, every time I talk to someone, but it is true. If I, talk, if I send this message, they might get back to me. They might, they might not, but the point is, when they do, you go, that's why I sent that message, or I tried to speak to that person. And, 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 and I think there's so much more to, to, to the business than the work you do. It's like personality is the biggest edge you've got because, you know, and you should use that as leverage. And even if you're not a super extrovert, you're an introvert, you just use the personality you've got to your advantage. Just use it and you will make something brilliant happen. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not about shouting the loudest. It's just leaning into yourself and going, do you know what? I'm going to make, I'm going to make this happen. Well, look, I, I want to um, I want to go into a couple of points that you mentioned. So, and we, we were talking about this beforehand. Was social media? So, you're you're very active on on LinkedIn. Looking at you, you know, a lot of your posts recently. There's there's a lot of engagement that you're you're getting. So, how how are you treating LinkedIn as a as a an outlet as a as a sales tool to share your views? Like, what what's your approach to kind of LinkedIn? I think it's um, it's a brilliant platform, but I mean, social media is free. Well, I mean, obviously you can pay for some things, but generally it's free, and and it's it's it, you know you sh- it's the best some of the best marketing you can do because I actually think a website now is it's good to have. You know, you don't not have one, but really, like it's kind of more of a that's more of like a brochure portfolio type thing mm. whereas really like people are more spend more time on social media and they want to get to know the actual people behind yep. stuff uh brand not you know the brand it can be uh, my brand is my company but you know what i'm trying to say 
so that kind of and i think it kind of gets a bit people don't some people don't like the, the term personal brand but it is it's basically like <laughs> personal branding is you being yourself that's that's literally it's not it's not it's not rocket science it's basically like put yourself out there uh, i was having a conversation with someone today about it and the thing about say linkedin is you need to know where your line is because i think some people argue oh you know people are putting too 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 many personal or too much personal information out there that's that's what facebook for you know that that kind of argument but really it's what people are willing to 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 do themselves and what people are willing to engage with and i actually think you should, i'm really pleased that linkedin's developed as a more personal uh platform but when you ask about what i i use it for it's like there it is an outlet for my thoughts uh, i think being opinionated is really good on linkedin because it it's not about i'm not spreading hate i'm just saying what i think <laughs> You yeah, know, I, I don't get into politics or religion or, you know, because I mean, I have my opinions on that, but it's not really a place for that for me. So I don't do that. I kind of just like telling my story. I like kind of, you know, I do share my work, obviously, but if I did that every day, yeah. people would go, right. You know, it's funny, really, that get that'll get a lot less engagement than if you put something out there. I feel like more recently I've I've kind of become myself because i've kind of done it myself is is kind of becoming a voice and helping other freelancers because i want to help them in in a working with me because i like i work with a lot of different freelancers for my projects but b i want them to feel like you know it is it is there's support out there we can support each other you know i'm quite i'm also like very honest and direct and i think but that's what i'm like in real life you know if someone says to me what do you think like my girlfriend always um takes the mick out of me for this because her friend once brought around a cheesecake and she said she said you know what her friend said what do you think of that and i said do you know what it's really dry and and alice was my girlfriend was horrified and but that, but that's what I'm, i just yeah i don't really want to anyway but that's kind of what i yeah, feel yeah. like if you put yourself out there that's the real you then it then it works my line is not i'm not going to post a picture of me crying um I'm just not going to do that. I'm just not going to do it. It's, I, I just, I mean, I don't, it's just not me. Um, but I think, you know, a mental health, for example, I did post about mental health the other day and it is important. I, I, I've felt stresses that I've never felt before by running a business. So I think it's important to put that out there because I think that is important on LinkedIn. I think you should share that. It's not a sob story. It's just, I feel like it stresses the hell out of me sometimes and I'm doing it all by myself. And, me putting it on there i know that there's other people who feel the same not 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 to, to you know they empathize and that makes me feel better and i also know that that might help someone else because sometimes i put you know i put a post out and they'll go this is what i needed to hear today that do you know that's i'm not doing it because i want people to send me really nice messages but that does that is nice to hear you know you know people will go i've been vocal, i've been internalizing that and it's nice to hear see that because i feel like that you know, and I think I'm not going to do that every day. I have more of a kind of structured way that I use LinkedIn other than like, well, I'll just randomly post stuff. Like I've worked out my own system, my own content system. I'll post about certain topics on certain days. Um, but I'm not going to post every day about a sob story. I'm not going to, you know, going to, I'm not going to post my work every day. But what happens is you create like a content system for yourself. And, and it makes it so much easier to use the platform because you know exactly what you're supposed to be talking about on your, on what given day. 
And I also engage with a lot of people. I engage with their content because I think that's the big thing that, you know, is important. Not just to so they know who I am. I think it's important for other people to, to, to feel mm. like they're being listened to as well, not just you putting stuff out there and hoping that people like it and engage with it. And, you know, look, there is an algorithm with LinkedIn. I know. Yeah, of course. You know, I know, I know what's going to work pretty much. You know, within the first ninety minutes, you can tell what's going to. If it if it doesn't light up, then it's not going to light up. Yeah. That's just what happens. So, but the point is, you can't just then go for likes. I think. Do you see what I mean? Like you have to. Yeah, of course. If you just go do stuff that you know is going to get likes, it doesn't necessarily position you as the an industry thought leader. Weirdly, some of the posts that I do where I'm like, I know it's not going to get the right engage. Well, sorry, it's not going to get lots of engagement, but the right person might see that. And go, do you know what? That's good. You know, like today I posted about sort of piece of my work for a while ago, actually, but it was about how sound is very powerful. And if you close your eyes, the majority of brands disappear because they don't have an audio identity. Now that might not perform as well as something else, but it does. It, I, it's a big thing that I'm passionate about. Yeah. And actually the right person might go, do you know what? You, you, that's interesting. You know, so you have to, you have to see it as a whole rounded thing but i also just i really enjoy it i've met some really good people i know you because of linkedin uh and so use it for what it is it's a fantastic connection connecting tool uh networking i don't really like the word networking but it it is it's a connector of people i think and actually it's a great opportunity to, to to really grow i'm not saying it's the only way but it's one way to grow your business and grow not not your business sorry grow your um you know reputation or personality and and i i really enjoy it so i i've kind of been posting regularly for about two years but in that time you 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 following grows and the only way it's going to grow is if you yourself and you do it consistently because then people get to know who you are um if you think you're just going to turn up one day and you're going to go from zero to ten thousand followers just because you put one post out there it's not going to happen no, it's, it's 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 tough. It needs a lot of lot of consistency and a lot a lot of thought. Um, I have one final question, and you referenced this earlier, and I just wanted to know a little bit more about the aspiration. Um, so, what's what's kind of next on your horizon? Are you looking to to build out more people, or is it going to be very much a focus of keeping this at a lifestyle business, or do you want to have three, four, five, six, seven people working for you? So as it as it stands, uh, one employee, one employee, sorry, one employer, one employee. That is me. Uh, and then I have like a kind of collective of people who I call upon, depending on the project. Yeah, they don't work for me. They they work with me when I when I have obviously I pay them very well and we do stuff together and I really enjoy that and that model works really well. Um, I think growth is a funny word because I think people always think oh, scale that, scale mm. that. You know, what does that mean? Often it means, right, well, you know, we'll, we'll build a team and we'll do this. I'm not averse to it, but because I've moved, you know, move around a bit, it's quite hard for me. I say move around. I've, I've In the time I've run this business, I've lived in two places, Manchester and Belfast. I also, at the moment, spend a lot of time moving around doing different mm. projects and stuff. So it works for me and I'm not in a rush to change that. But I, part, I, I'm not just going to have a team for the sake of it. And I say this often, I would mm. hire a person, not a role because I, I, I'm not, I don't know what I'd hire as in, as in role wise. 
I genuinely don't. So yeah. at the moment, I don't know what, what, there's no point me going, yeah, I'll get a designer and I'll get a, I'll get another video. I, I don't need it at the moment. So it's not necessary. There's a few people who I know, they're actually friends, they're very talented people. If they really bought in, I'd probably go, yeah, let's, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. But the point is, I can feel them coming closer because I know they are actually working full-time employment at the moment, but I could see them like they can, I can feel them wanting to come closer to it because I think I've laid out a roadmap for myself for three years and they can see it and they go, right, they see how I live my life, not just my business. And I think they want some of that. And I think it's possible, but the point is for now, I'm very happy, uh, you know, living like this and, you know, it is a lifestyle, you know, a, a business, and I, I really enjoy that. But I think someone told me this once about when you start hiring people, you have to manage them, obviously, obviously. And um, it's it takes you away, not completely, but it can take you away from doing the work that you actually enjoy. So I'm using that as a cautionary, not like it, they, they, they weren't saying they don't like it. It's just, a, a not, you know, what happens. But I... Um, I like doing the work. I like making stuff. So yeah. do I need, a co- I read a great book actually, if I recommend it to you, if you like, uh, called a co- it's called company of one. Um, oh. I can't remember what the author's called, but it's basically the whole premise is, um, you know, let's, you don't have, let's build a better company, not a bigger one. Yeah. And actually of that. And actually being, being a company of one might work for some people, you know, I don't know if you follow like Justin Welsh on, on, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. he, he, he is a company of one. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have other people to do stuff. I'm saying he is a company of one and he loves his life. I'm not saying that means everyone has to be Justin Welsh. I'm just referencing him because yep. he has built a company of one and everyone's like, yeah, I just love that. It's great. And But he loves, he, he does that so he can spend time with his wife and his children and go off. He often posts pictures of him just like, look, I can just go yeah. off and do this. And you can't do that as much when you're like looking after loads of people. I'm not saying you can't at all. I'm just saying it's, so I'm I'm carefully, you know, just look keeping a, keeping keeping an eye on how I feel. But at the moment, I'm very happy being a company of one, and growing and shrinking on demand. So I, it works for me. Perfect. Well, I think that's a, an amazing place to finish. Um, Adam, thanks for coming on. It's a different perspective from people who we typically don't get to speak to. So it was really fascinating to to learn your journey, what you're up to, and kind of what's what's next for you. So thank you for coming on. No, great. I really, really enjoyed it, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Brilliant. Cheers, mate. Thank you.